Hey everybody, welcome to uh, It's the Kid Michael Holiday Special. Almost just said another episode, like this wasn't the holiday special. Um, the last episode of season four. Uh, you might notice that it's the week after Christmas. That's entirely Kevin's fault. Um, I yeah, literally yeah. I hit him up and I was like, Kevin, uh, does if we re- if we record this week for the holiday special, it's gonna line up? And he's like, Yeah. And then it was a week after. So, I guess thanks, I mean, Kevin. I, uh, Tom's not here. But we could release this one on Christmas. We could, but it would feel weird. I don't know, because I I don't like because it'll it would make no sense to release that one other episode like we just can that one. It was a good one though. You think we could just do it as a bonus episode? Yeah. Okay, I guess I can do that. All right. Well, then this. All right, there we go. We got a bit completely pointless. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I this guess will we also be this Christmas Day. Christmas just got canceled for me. Did I tell you this? What? No. Uh, my mom's just not gonna get better in time she has the flu my grandmother has covid we just uh we're scrambling but we made other plans mm-hmm. and that sucks, uh, man. that's not like genuinely that sucks yeah i mean the good thing is like at least i have my step family on christmas eve but yeah. um yeah uh anyway so it's the holiday special it's the last usually the last kid michael show of the year except i guess you're getting a bonus episode um It'd be funny to make it like a bonus episode for patrons, then just no one hears it because that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> no one no one gives us money. Um Oh yeah, this will also be the last episode I'm ever on after uh, what we did for the holiday special. Oh, okay. <laughs> you kidding, I thought kidding. you were like genuinely announcing that for a second. I'm like, what? Um <laughs> That would be fucking one. wild of you to do that, by the way. That is uh, how I'm going to do that, by the way. So uh we try to do a little, you know, theme. For our holiday specials, I think we did, uh, or I think, I know we did Treehouse of Horror for Halloween this year. Yep. Last year we did Universal Monsters. Uh, and then the holiday special last year, it wasn't a theme so much as it was a crossover. Yeah. Right? And it was um, kind of themed. But, you know, yeah. all roads lead to Star Wars. So mm-hmm. we, this year, did the Star Wars, hol- or we watched the Star Wars holiday special. We both watched it last night. Um, Technically, I watched it this morning. Yeah. So, some background uh, for the uninitiated uh, came out in 1978 after the success of the first Star Wars movie. Empire wasn't out at this point. Wouldn't be out for for another two years. Um, so, the Star Wars holiday special kind of like rode the coattails of the success of the original Star Wars. It's a world where there's only one Star Wars movie, and you have to iterate on that. Yes. Um, it was not good. No. At least that's that, that was the myth that had been... That was the, the, the legend that had been told to us, is that it was so bad that they only ever aired it once. It never came out on VHS. That was it. And now you can find it on YouTube, because it, the only way it exists is through people who recorded it live. I watched it in 60 FPS. I did, too. We watched the same YouTube. Yeah, we watched the there. exact same one, yeah. Um, so, Kevin, I just want to get this out of the way. I don't know if you, you know where I'm going to start with this. Good idea. Um, so, you said you do? I said I have an idea. Yeah. So, everyone tells you, right, about yeah. the Star Wars holiday special, oh, no one likes it because it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. Because the writing is bad. Because it's weird. Yeah. Because it's um, it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. No one has ever brought up to me, Kevin, the fucking blackface. The blackface. Oh, oh, the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one has ever said anything about that. You know what's funny? Uh-huh. I took notes. I definitely thought about that. Never wrote it down. Dude, when I... <laughs> okay. So Marvel Comics did Life Day variant covers last year. Yeah. They put that fucking character on a cover, like, last year. They that... made that character canon again. Oh, god damn it. It's a guy in blackface. Yeah, and I, I, I knew that character existed, but I'd only seen art of them, so I didn't realize what it was. You know? Yeah. But the moment, I don't know if, if you had the same, like, what-the-fuck reaction, but it was when the opening credits, when they show you all the actors... 
and they're like, oh, Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, and so-and-so is like every other character and it scrolls through all his characters. And then it's yeah. that one shot of that black lady. And I was like, wait, no, no, <laughs> they didn't. So yes, yeah, Star Wars has done blackface. Not to do Star Wars they discredit. Um, they have never been subtle with the way they approach race. Yeah, no, they um, have not. But that is a different level. That's like a tier above. Yeah, that's just straight up doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't understand why that's just never been part of the conversation for the holiday special. I hate to like, like I wanted to talk about how this was just like, oh, it was so wacky, all so funny, and I'm going to talk about that. But oh, there yeah. also was just a guy with with black makeup on. Yeah, no, they, very like, much doing an Aunt Jemima caricature. Yeah, that was oh, okay. Yep, <laughs> with forearms. That was forearms. That was the thing. Is that like if if they hadn't gone the uh, extra miles the wrong word but if they haven't done the blackface <laughs> it would have just had a genuinely funny bit about a cooking show where the the, the lady has four arms so you can't do anything she's doing yeah but you know they, they had to you know they had to, they had to the add extra that extra mile. layer to it <laughs> um that, I just wanted to get that out of the way right off the bat yeah we just, that's something we should probably the holiday special don't watch it okay I hate to put people on blast, but my sister was telling me how she watched the holiday special and did not bring that up. Well, I, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just so uncomfortable. People don't bring it up. Maybe I have a, I have a feeling maybe people are like, well, you can give it a pass because it's an alien. Yeah, I guess that that is one way. of. But it was it. very clearly just like, you know, like black makeup, red lips. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, no, that was uncomfortable. Dressed mm -hmm. like Jinx in 1978. Yeah. Uh, um, in fact, I think I sent. I just sent uh, last night. I sent George in like all caps. I was like, "There's blackface in the Star Wars holiday special." He just messaged me right now. Send screenshots. He doesn't believe me. <laughs> George is coming back on to argue this point. <laughs> that would be. I would. That would be funny if George came on right now. Just um, that's not or that's my god yeah but holy shit dude um anyway let, 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 i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you have the floor for a little bit i want to hear okay so remember i was telling you i was uh taking notes do you want to start so... positive okay yeah they're uh hmm, positives okay positive number one the animated section was weird but it was, to me, the best part, I think. It was fun. Um, that wasn't my best part. Um, my best part was that I got to stop watching it and just do like a Jefferson, uh, Jefferson Starship concert. Uh, that was um, one of the more questionable parts of this, which was three five-plus-minute musical numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, just I, out of nowhere. You didn't like the Jefferson Starship song? I mean, it was fine. It I was like just it, out of fucking also, nowhere. I, should, I think this context gets lost um, to people who watch it now. I didn't even realize it until I did some research on it after watching it. Um, the format of the holiday special is a variety show, which is a yeah. kind of show that doesn't exist anymore on TV. So it seems even weirder now to be like, yeah. what? what is this supposed to So variety shows were like, how do you explain variety TV? It's uh, it's basically it's, like a sketch comedy show, but it doesn't have to be. It's, like, it's like a sketch. It's like SNL yeah. and late night, and like a. It, it's. I mean, well, it's in the name variety show. It was like, what if you had a show that like you connected it with vignettes, and then you went off into separate directions. It's so there is a connective tissue of the zoomers. Yeah. So. Uh, there's the connective tissue of Chewbacca's family and Life Day and all that. Um, but then it, it cuts off into separate segments that are meant to be on their own. It's and so some of them are musicals. There's just a Jefferson Starship concert. There's an animated one. Uh, there's a VR porn thing. 
oh yeah, I actually I wanted to post this. Yeah, for but you. Let, let, let me finish. Let's, yeah, I wanted to let you finish. Um, the okay, that's your notes. Yeah, that okay. was the the first bit of my notes. So Kevin wrote in his notes, "Everything is awful," and then there's a bunch of spaces, and then it says "horny Wookie trip." Like yeah, uh, the VR section when Granddad gets VR porn. About ten rows of five. Yeah. So he just said that like a million times. Yeah. Um, was that one of your highlights? Uh, highlight is a strong word. I will say, uh, I had the volume up, yeah. and it, I, I felt pretty, like those Wookie grunts were doing a like a lot for me in the sense of like um, I think my parents hearing across from like outside <laughs> of the room were like, okay, it's not porn, it's Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that the ASMR like. VR woman porn. I don't know how to describe this. Yeah. The human uh, language so fails me. The blackface thing. Look this up for me. Look up the cast, Kevin, because I, I want to. I want to get the guy's name. It was a comedian from the seventies. Plays a bunch of different characters. He plays the blackface lady, but he's also his recurring role is as this like guy who sells shitty products in the Star Wars universe, and is also a friend of Chewbacca's family. Um, he's a traitor. Yeah, I'm. Loving. Which, Heart I, when I say it, it feels like a d e r and also a i t o r. He's a merchant. Yes, he he feel, but he also feels like a traitor, like to the cause that is Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Did you find the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Art Carney. Art Carney. Okay, so where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so he goes to Chewbacca's family's house for life day and he gets them all presents and he gets Chewbacca's father um whose name I can't remember they all have names but Chewbacca's father he gets him a VR headset for porn mm -hmm. and you just watch the porn with him yeah yeah um it is just a woman singing and, and stuff like it's not like like I don't mean literal porn but she is like like it is very implied that he's that this is a sex thing for him I Which, why <laughs> I don't even know if this like went through your head because it was so weird already. It is weird that Chewbacca's father's ultimate sexual fantasy is a human woman. I did okay. Th this does bring up a point. I got the idea that Wookies might just be assholes because they can mm -hmm. clearly understand Galactic Basic, but they speak with the you know the. Well, I don't. I think. Okay, so actually, I think it's the opposite. I think everyone else in that movie was an asshole because I my impression is that like Wookie vocal cords are not meant for, like can't produce human language, right? The same way like you could not teach an animal human language even if it was that intelligent because its mouth is not shaped the same. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I suppose that's so. Fair. I took it as everyone else being an asshole, where it's like they took the time to learn your language, <laughs> and you do. You're not reciprocating that. No. Except unless except Han Solo. They had to every other character was like playing charades with them. Yeah, pretty much. Or asking for a human to come. Which Also was... What are the weird recurring bits of that uh of, of the holiday special is like so they like they call Star Wars characters at various points, like they call uh Leia, they call Luke, you know. Yeah. For some reason, it's always a different screen in their house. Like, they have a oh, different yeah. little screen for every person they call on the phone. Did you notice that? I Actually, uh, no, but now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, they, they call them on different TVs. Yeah. Like, when for one of them, like, when they call Leia, they have, like, a secret hidden one in their cupboard. Yeah. I think that's to imply, like, rebel communication. And they do yeah. Luke on that one, too, right? No, it's a separate one every time, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, that's funny. Which is why I thought about it when I was like, wait, why are they doing this to get a different screen every time? Yeah. Uh, the, the technology in this, um, in this special is not... Like, like, I know that like, in, this, in the 70s Star Wars movies, it's like there's an analog feel to all the tech. Yeah. Uh, this just like, feels like they bought a Macintosh, you know what I mean? It feels to me like an Atari Twenty Six Hundred, mm -hmm. but like 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 an old seventies computer. Yeah, yeah. 
it, it was so hilariously it star wars tech to us can even look dated because it is it was made in the 70s you know like mm-hmm. the, that's what they it's a believable the dated. Yeah, yeah yeah but this was like this looked like a spoof of star wars mm-hmm. like they they even call things cassettes that's like, true. They do. do they that. just straight up say cassette, which I didn't think they ever named technology in the original. Which is, it's, it's like a, it's weird because there's a, what's the word I'm looking for? A paradox of all the technology looks worse, and also the holograms are better than they've ever been in the entire saga. Yes. Like they have straight, like in color, fully immersive holograms yep. in multiple scenes. Yeah, instead of the like blue fucking hovering hologram. Yeah. Also, we first did. time we ever met Boba Fett. That was the first time we saw Boba Fett. Yeah, holy yeah. shit! He was not green yet. He was not green. He was act- He's he's mo- the the Mandalorian in season one is modeled after holiday special Boba Fett. That's why he has the cape. And also, the holiday special Boba Fett has the the tuning fork gun. Yep. That uh, yeah. That I noticed. That's fun. God damn. The holiday mm-hmm. special really permeates through all of Star Wars. I'm, there's they reference it in Book of Boba Fett actually, because uh, I was I was like reading, um, I forget how it came up, but it was like there's a there's a line in Book of Boba Fett where he's talking about riding the Rancor. And he's like, I've ridden beasts ten times this size. Oh, talking about Which, the locked the, the fucking weird thing, yeah. Nah, it does. <laughs> That, and that was cool, but did you notice the, the weird never-waste-food-on-a-lower-life-form thing? Uh, they, yeah. They were implying he was evil, I guess, with that, right? I suppose. But it was completely pointless. But, no, but like, no one in the scene picks up on it, so... No. Uh, and it oh, doesn't matter. We're, like, we're, we're going all over the place with this. Like, we're not really organizing it, but can I say, while we're on the topic of the animated segment... Yeah. C-3PO laughing? Yeah. No, <laughs> that was that, that made me uncomfortable. C3PO <laughs> laughing and C3PO blinking. Uh, a fucking animated Han Solo just in general they, made me uncomfortable. Whoever whoever did the designs for the animated characters fucking hated Harrison Ford. <laughs> I actually have in my notes, uh, where is it? Animated Han Solo is defamation against Harrison Ford. Really? No, he's like he doesn't even open his eyes. No, it's so weird. He looks like Shaggy. It's like, um, if you want, I have this. There's a, who's the guy from the Maltese Falcon? I'll look this up. And if we are jumping around, the the only thing that I I absolutely want to mention, and I don't know if I could, I could work it in, but it's in the last uh, section. So I'll hold off. The comparison, Kevin, look up Peter Laurie, L-O-R-R-E. Just look at an image of him. You got it? Yeah. Now look up Peter Laurie Looney Tunes. Oh, no. Oh, what the f- Yo! It's the same kind of, like, disrespect. That's mean as shit. Yeah. Animators can be assholes. I know. They're like- My- <laughs> God, they made him a worm at once. Jesus. My lord. Yeah. Um, so if, why why don't we try to cover it like 1 to 100? 1 to 100? Yeah, like start with the, the opening because... Um, okay. Last thing you... I want to say about animated Han Solo though is that his face is shaped like Jar Jar. Yes. Okay. Yes. Why the long face, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Okay, so because I watched this last night, I should be able to remember most of it, right? Nope. But it mm-hmm. opens with like domestic Wookiees? No, it, it, doesn't it open with a dog fight? I don't think so. Did it? Yeah, with, with Han and Chewie in the in the Falcons fighting Pie Fighters. No, that's like way later. You could you you could literally like pull it up right next to Oh yeah, I guess I could. Three. Yeah. Unless they do that twice, which is possible. They do it throughout the holiday special. Maybe we didn't watch the same one. <laughs> Because uh, I remember uh, it's it's that scene, and then it says... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it opens with them getting chased by the uh, the B-roll of the uh, the Imperial yeah, Destroyer. The 
Yeah. Yeah. And then it does the this character, this guy plays everyone. Also, mm-hmm. I will say the B roll use in this is egregious and hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's very I respect funny. it though. Yeah, I no, think, honestly, you got. What are they like, going to do? Make their own Tie Fighters? Like, come on. Yeah, that's too much effort for this. Okay. But, like, the, but the first like opening variety portion is right. domestic Wookies. Yeah, but to. To, to go back to that opening bit, I will say it, it lulled me a little bit into a false sense of security where I was like, maybe this isn't that bad. Yeah, no, because it, it looks like a normal... Because it's the same sets, obviously, oh. for like the Falcon and stuff like that until you get to the Luke part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the uh, it looks good relatively to the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. The lighting's terrible, but I mean, it's Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, so we have the space section, and then it cuts to Chewbacca's family. Yeah. Um, and his son, Lumpwaru, I think is his name. Lumpy. Lumpy, yeah. Lumpy the Wookiee, who's canon now. They're all canon now. Yeah. Um, so... What's, like, I, I remember that, like... It, it is an alarming amount of time that they're on screen before there's any context. Like... Wally has no dialogue, but you can contextually figure out what's happening. I did yeah. not feel like that was the case for the first, like, five minutes of, of the holiday special. Oh, oh, five. This shit goes on for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Before they... It, it, at a certain point, it your brain is like, this isn't Star Wars, I guess. It's just something else. Because mm-hmm. it opens to them, like, arguing about doing the dishes, and then they... They, like, send the kid to take the trash out. Then they give him a fucking, like, cassette to watch weird VR acrobatics. On oh, yeah. Day. Yeah, that that's one of the things. The shit in this I, movie I blocked that out of my memory. Because it's so random. And also, the costumes for the Wookiees are pretty good. <laughs> Weirdly. Yeah, no, yeah the, the, the Wookiees look good. Also, I don't know if you noticed this. Um... The roars for like Chewbacca's family, they are like unedited, reused in Revenge of the Sith for for Kashyyyk. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a part where like Tarfo, the other the other Wookiee from Revenge of the Sith, is just like it just has the grandpa sounds. That's fucking great. Yeah. Um so I I honestly my brain turned off for most of it until it gets to a point where, like, the first person they talk to is Luke, right? Acrobatics part was what? the beginning of when I realized this movie was ass. Yeah. Like, the first portion, I was like, all right, if it's a couple of minutes of Wookiees, you know, talking, that's fine. And then ten minutes later, when fucking hologram people start dancing in Grinch costumes, I was like, nope. Got mm-hmm. it. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it um, the first time you see someone who speaks English is Luke, right? Yes. Okay. So that's when my brain started back on. Even that scene. And by the way, um, if you guys don't know, uh, Luke Skywalker, between the filming of A New Hope and Empire, uh, was in a horrific accident. Um, and uh, his face was pretty much destroyed and they reconstructed it completely. Uh, if you've ever wondered why he looks so different in the other movies as opposed to like the youthful look of him in A New Hope, it's because he has a new face. But um, he looks a little uncanny in this. Yeah. Yeah, he... I, he uh, uh, also, I, uh, the set he's on looks terrible. Is why does Luke look like Ellen DeGeneres in the holiday special? It's like, well, because he's, you know, he's been through a lot. This has to be pre-accident, right? No, that it's oh, like this is post? I think it's like his face is just starting to heal from surgery or whatever, and so it doesn't look like it does in in Empire, but it doesn't look like it does in the New Hope. Yeah, it's it's strange looking, mm-hmm. and the set he's on is awful. Like, I know Star Wars sets often look cheap, but this one looks like it was put together in a Lowe's parking lot. Yeah, and. One a common thing I find about the acting in this holiday special is uh I mean it's gotta be improvised lines to a certain degree. 
that go on too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Luke will be like, oh, R2-D2, fix this while I talk to the Wookiees. And then he'll be like, no, R2, do it like this. And then that'll just keep going. He'll do that three times. Yeah, and I'm like, that was appropriate. I was like, that was just set up. You can talk to the audience now, please. Yeah, we get it. You were doing things, but now Mm -hmm. we'd like to move move forward. Uh, what's his name? Was horrible with that. The the comedian. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, they they talking to Luke, and Luke figures out like a game of Wookie charades that um, Han has not showed up. Han and Chewbacca have not showed up for Life Day. Um, and then he's like, well, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, that was my favorite part. Five minute conversation. He figures out he gets like really worried. Then he goes, ah, it'll be fine. And does nothing. Which (laughs) is basically what everyone does in this uh, movie. Um, and it is a movie. It is an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, no, this is a film. Like, yeah. This is Citizen Kane. Well, how long is A New Hope? I think, uh, I don't know, actually. I wouldn't be surprised if A New Hope is shorter. There is a good chance it is. Let's see. Uh, Runtime. No, two hours, one minute. Okay. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. So what happens after the Luke segment? Uh, Right after Luke is the scene in the trading post with the comedian. That is terrible. Mm -hmm. It's not funny. It's our first introduction to the Empire. In the special, yeah. Um, I saw someone on Letterbox say that the like this is the most evil the Empire has ever looked. Um, oh, you know they Nazis in this one. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll get more into like how evil the Empire seems later, but uh, in this one, it's just cartoony. It's just him like trying to sell him a groomer, and he's like, "I'm taking it for free." Yeah. Um, and then, uh. I think Chewbacca's wife calls the the traitor guy. Yeah. While he's uh, attending to the Imperial guy. And she's like, where is my husband? And he's like, oh, I got that carpet you ordered. Yeah, shag carpet. Uh, Yeah, insensitive. But um, yeah, problematic. But you get the feeling that he's allowed to because he's like in with them. Anyway, um, he says he's like, oh, the shaggy carpet you ordered is uh, coming from a trusted source. This woman... Uh, did it by herself by hand solo. Yeah, he makes that joke. Um, and then he hangs up on her and he's like, uh, and the guy steals the stuff and then he leaves. What? Oh, my phone went off. Oh, okay. And then what's after that? Uh, he leaves. Well, they do the, the uh, another version of that bit that's way too long, where it's just like they're talking about it. Right after that is the most egregious B-roll of the film, where Darth Vader and the officer are walking down the hallway, and they are, and the officer is very clearly not saying what is coming out of his mouth. I don't and remember that. I I must have just been looking at my phone at that point. I don't remember Darth like, Vader. It's being like there. five seconds of Darth Vader walking down the hallways of a Star Destroyer or something. Uh huh. And then it's the kitchen bit with the the blackface. You know, Darth Vader is just a suit with a voice. They probably could have gotten more scenes out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't. It doesn't even really have to move. You could just have him in a chair. Mm-hmm. It would look funny as shit. But what in this doesn't? Okay, so I did not remember the Darth Vader thing. What are they even talking about? Uh, it's the Darth Vader saying, even if you have to go house to house in every system, oh, right, find okay. the rebels. That one? Uh-huh. And then it's also, the by the way, holiday special is the first time we've ever seen Kashyyyk. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not like it comes up in episode one. Or um, Yeah, it doesn't come up in any of the original trilogy. It doesn't come up until Revenge of the Fifth. Well, you know, I honestly, I, I, the first thing I appreciated about this was the uh, the painted, like setup. The you um, tell the house I know you're painted. the map yeah. paintings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, it looks really good. And I have to say that, like, all those years later, Revenge of the Sith, they kind of they they stick to the designs from the holiday special for the Wookiee architecture. Yeah, well, it's good architecture. It looks cool. So yeah. You know what? Shout out holiday special. You started something good. And now we'll continue shitting on you. Yeah, I can, uh, you know. 
Anyway, what are we up to now? Uh, the kitchen scene. Okay, yes, where this is where Blackface the... shows yeah. up. It's a bit about uh, Chewbacca's wife uh, is, I, I don't remember her name, I'm sorry. She's, she's watching a cooking show to cook bantha meat, which yeah. might also be uh, the first time banthas are mentioned. Were they not mentioned in The New Hope? I mean, they oh, were on no, they screen. Were, banthas are, yeah. no, they're in The New Hope. I'm thinking of Rontos. Yeah. So she's cooking bantha. Um, and there's, it's it genuinely, like, it has the makings of a funny bit. Where uh, this lady is doing a cooking show, and it gets increasingly hard to follow what she's doing because she has four arms. And so she can do four things at once. Um, the only problem is that, like, like I, I do think, blackface aside, that, that that comedian is giving the comedy that that needs to that, like, the, you know, upping the, the, the stakes with, like, adding more arms and shit. Yeah. The problem is that the Wookiee, that Chewbacca's wife, does not respond comedically at all. No. Like, you never get the sense that she's like, what the fuck, I can't do that. Like, if she was responding in tandem to what the joke was, then that would have been funny. Like, if she was trying to use her foot or something to yeah. do one of the things. I, I don't know. It, it was, like, pointless. Mm -hmm. It was so odd. But it, it had the makings of something better, which is, like, annoying. I also think the uh, joke is that Wookiees can't cook in general. I but guess it never like you can't tell because they don't speak. So much of this movie is spent with characters okay. you can't understand. I will say I looked up who wrote the holiday special. Um, inconclusive answers, but they got several writers from variety shows at the time because variety shows were big in the seventies. <laughs> and um, there was an anecdote about the writers saying because they had to go with George Lucas's story and then write around it. And he came up with a story about the Wookiees. And they were like, how do we anchor a holiday special around characters that don't talk? And I just had no ideas and just rolled with yeah. it. <laughs> and they just did it anyway. Um, and I, I think they were told, like, no subtitles or anything. Why? I don't know. Um... So I think after that is when the guy shows up in person, right? The, the traitor. Uh, yeah, he shows up. They do the. Uh, there's one more Han and uh, Chewie scene in the Falcon, mm -hmm. and then he shows up. He gives. He gives them all Life Day gifts. He gives the kid like a buildable communicator or something like that. Yeah. Which why? Which yeah, and then that 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 comes up comes back in dividends later, but. Yeah. Uh, he. This is where he gives uh the grandpa Wookie the VR porn. Yes, and he's very suggestive about. It. Like he hooks him up and he goes, "Happy Life Day!" And then he walks out and he comes back and he goes, "And I mean, have a happy Life Day." <laughs> Think about um, me while you're in there. Yeah, and then they there's an uncomfortably long musical sequence of of Chewbacca's dad getting his rocks off. Yeah, that is a full five minutes of VR porn. And here's where I'll stop the episode of It's the Kid Michael Show and, and say to you, if this feels like not good content, it's because it's about not good content. Yeah, like, like oh, we understand this isn't going to be the best episode we've ever done because most of this shit is unintelligible. Yeah, uh, like, I am... It is so hard to get me to to be tapped out of Star Wars content. Like, I, I watched the fucking Ewok movies. You know? And he liked them. And I liked them. I This was hard. This was and fucking hard. This, uh, the end of the VR porn segment is the first time I checked the timestamp to see how much was left, because I was like, alright, they're filling time. I, I think I did that earlier, and I was like, holy shit. An hour and 37 minutes with yeah. four five-minute musical numbers. And you got to imagine that if you're watching this when it came out, um, there's commercial breaks. So, two hours, like, most likely. Yeah. It was probably just two hours of sitting through this and being, like... And explaining to your kids what Grandpa was doing. Uh-huh. I don't... Why did anyone go to see Empire after this? You know what I mean? Was this, like... I would love to go I saw, back in time. 
I saw a, a letterboxd review that said the only explanation they could think of is that they were actively trying to frighten people. Because <laughs> it does feel like it's scaring you, you know what I mean? It's so, yeah, man. The, fucking, the close-ups on the Wookiee faces are creepy as shit. Because mm-hmm. like, the costumes look good, but no costume looks that good when you zoom in that close. Yeah. Also, assuming Lumpwaru is a, is a child and not a little person, that poor fucking kid putting on those that makeup I don't think, uh, you damn, they don't, uh, list, oh, wait, they, oh, my God. It's a little person. Okay. It's Patty Maloney. Who's Patty Maloney? Is that, am I supposed to know who that is? I don't know who that is, but, uh, that's her name. And she's, uh, she was in Charlie's Angels. Oh. And the Adams Family in 1991. Oh, she's the. Hold on. Where's this robot from? That name sounds familiar. Let me see. Oh, man. I mean, she's in it, but they don't, like, give her a section on uh, IMDb. Motherfuckers. She she's a character Lois called Adams. Tom, a show called Far Out Space Nuts. She seems like she's had an interesting career. Yeah. Waitress in the Ice Pirates, Tinkle Bell in Ta- in Charlie's Angels, and Lumpy in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Tinkerbell? What? They called her Tinkerbell? No, Tinkle Bell. Oh. Still, that's an allusion to that. That's fucking yes. cold. <laughs> yeah, that that's rude. Um, it was 1977. Yeah. I, it's not like it got better for them. They're no. still playing like little aliens, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, hey, at least uh, they're getting work, you know. Mm-hmm. Objectively, Lumpwaru looks—he's creepy, but it's objectively like a good effect. I don't know. Yeah, I want to kick him. I hate. There every are moments time where I kind of to hug him. Uh, let, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I definitely wrote. Some, oh yeah, no. So the opening of my actual notes is everything is awful. I hope the kid gets sliced in half. Um. I also, <laughs> one of the things, and this is a later thing, is I wrote, they made the little Wookiee sad good. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, let's talk about the implication that Chewbacca has a, a wife and a child, but yeah. only sees them once a year. And he's, he's okay. With that. And also, like, the implication of then, like, in the sequel trilogy, he just never goes to see them because he's like, out doing shit with Han, like, off the grid kind of thing. Well, if I know anything about Disney Star Wars, Lumpy's a Jedi and was killed in the purge. <laughs> that kid's definitely yeah. Force-sensitive or something. Well, there is a Force-sensitive child looking now, isn't there? Yeah, there's one of the Clone Wars. There's been a couple, I yeah. think. Um, the, the, the right, where were we in the fucking... Oh, this. oh, we are now in the uh, Leia's kind of racist scene. The only scene Leia's in where she's like, can I talk to a human? Right, right. Yeah. Even though okay. she has a fucking translator droid next to yeah, her. Yeah, like, I don't want to hear this guy either. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fair, but like, come on, Leia, be better. Um, And then, okay, so she's like, wow, don't worry about it, Chewbacca's wife. You're being fucking hysterical. Um, I just also realized that now... That I have seen this, the fucking traitor from uh from this movie has like one hundred percent more one on one conversation with Leia than Darth Vader does. Oh, in the in the saga, yeah. No, oh, they 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 talk in the in the New Hope. Yeah, but isn't that really fast? No, I guess. And then like also in and then also Empire. Do they talk in Empire? When? Well, they're in the same room. Oh. Huh. But yeah, no, they have a very uh, interaction between mm-hmm. the traitor and Leia. I guess Leia doesn't really interact with Darth Vader. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Um, she so... only learns she's her dad from Luke at the end of episode yeah. six. I, apparently, canonically, that's why she gets fired from the Senate. 
like yeah. in the new canon is that they find out that they're related. It was a problem in the old canon too. Okay. Um all right, what are we up to now? Uh Leia's kind of racist, Han and Chewie scene, and then the Oh god. I'm trying to think of the World War II movie that opens with the really uncomfortable scene on the French farm, and I can't remember which one it is. You're talking about Inglorious Bastards? Yes. And then we have uh, a bit of a bit of that with the hiding of like the uh, the TVs and stuff that we, they used to talk to Leia. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So this is where this is where it gets the, good. It get the, the the Empire gets very evil. There's a yeah, part no, in this scene where they fucking fling Chewbacca's son across the room, um, and the Empire did nothing wrong. The the Imperial guy he gives this performance where he's like, uh, I don't want anyone to get hurt. But when my men get angry, I can't control them. And he's like weirdly putting like so much energy into this performance that it's like if this were any other piece of media, I would be like, this guy's a tour de force and he's fucking scary. You know what he's I mean? An Oscar, like right or an Emmy or whatever. Who cares? That guy, that guy went so hard. He was very clearly into this. He was frightening in that yeah. in that one moment where he's like threatening Chewbacca's wife. Yeah. Um. And so they're looking. What happens is that they have like a, a like information on all the Wookiee houses, I guess. And they're like, "Oh, so there's supposed to be three males here, and there's only two. Yeah. Uh, Which for some is reason funny. they don't. There's no like record of like I don't know like a family last name that would be like, "Hey, Chewbacca is the one that lives here." But they have all this um, info, but they don't have names. Like, yeah. So, um, they ransack the house. There's a. They there's there's a part where they just like they 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 decap they decapitate fucking Lumpy's toy. Lumpy has a toy bantha and they rip its head off. Yeah. And that's the part that you really liked apparently. Yes. But I remember thinking like the the rev the revolu- the resolution of that would be that he would find something in the toy, but it's like no, he just rips its head off yeah. for no reason. Cuz it looks like it has like a wooden pole and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I was like, "No." I will say when Lumpy like tucks it in, that is a little sad. Yeah, Lumpy, Lumpy gives it a funeral. Yeah, Lumpy gives his his broken toy a funeral. And it's kind of devastating. Um, That's also, how are made. if that Bantha was ever available, that is a great fucking Star Wars plush. Yeah, I'm sure it has been. In that size, I don't know, maybe. Look at Bantha plush holiday special. Anyway, um, while you're looking that up, this is the portion with that rock band song yeah, randomly thrown in, which is really funny because they literally just take one of the Imperials raiding the house, sit him down, and are like, "Hey, don't do that. Watch this." Yeah, it is really weird that they just get the they just get one of the Imperials uh, to watch a Jefferson Starship concert, and to his credit, he's really into it. Yeah, no, he's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's like I think it, it it's very clearly just like tinted purple, but it's supposed to be a hologram. I think. Yeah, but it's a good song. I like it. Yeah, uh, I don't the best like song as into it, but way too long. I I liked it as a well. I it could it could be four hours long as long as I don't have to go back to fucking lumpy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's a like welcome reprieve. Yeah, and it was I, it was a highlight for that reason for me. <laughs> he took the camera off a lumpy. Thank God. Um, so, yeah, you, they watched that. And if you remember us talking about the bits that go on for way too long, this scene has like three. Mm-hmm. The one where he's setting up the fucking hologram thing, which is only like twenty seconds, but it's fifteen seconds too long. And then the bit where he keeps having a gun pointed in his face, which happens like six times. I was just, uh, I, I'm fucking gone. Right, yeah. So this guy, he leaves and he's like, he keeps coming back yeah. and being like, oh, maybe you want my business card. And they point a gun. He's like, oh, never mind. And he does that like three fucking times. Yeah. Which I think uh, was the peak of The point where I almost shouted at the screen. Like he came back and I was like, leave. Shoot him. Oh, well, we went very different directions on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was this was this the point where we got to the Tatooine thing? The Tatooine, thing. or is that later? Oh, that's later. That's later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the last bit of variety before the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes this, 
Lumpy watches his little thing to shut him up, and that's the animated portion. Yeah, so Lumpy has Lumpy. A, a cartoon of his father's adventures somehow. Um, yeah. don't, don't know who made it. Don't don't think it. I should really be thinking about it like that. The logic but, of it isn't great. <laughs> um, Lumpy watches a cartoon with the first appearance of Boba Fett, where um, Han and Chewie. I I honestly didn't understand the plot of the cartoon. Oh, I can explain it. Okay, go ahead. Give me so a break. Han, Han and Chewie got blasted with some type of virus that, like, puts humans into forever sleep, essentially. And not in the, like, four kids, they're dead, but forever sleeping. But, like, it actually just, like, knocks them out cold, and they have to be hung upside down to some reason. So the Luke goes to find Chewie, finds Chewie, and Boba Fett gets the antidote, wakes them up, and then C-3PO's, like... Yeah, this Boba Fett guy, a whole ass bitch. And uh, then it's over. That's yeah. really the whole plot. Um, Boba Fett just leaves. Yeah, Boba Fett's trying to trap them, but doesn't really do much to do that. Why would you wake them up? I guess, oh, they wanted them to go to the rebel base. Well, right? also, he didn't want to wake them up. He wanted, to, he wanted Chewbacca to get shot, right? Like, he's leading them back. And he purposely misses the stormtrooper that's chasing him. And then Chewbacca's like, you fucking idiot. And he takes the gun and actually kills him. Like, you get no, the impression I, I, it wasn't part of the plan. Yeah, I mean, that probably wasn't part of the plan. But no, the reason that he doesn't kill them is because he wants them to take him to the rebel base. Because Darth Vader's like, maybe if, you know, you're friendly enough, they'll take you there. Mm-hmm. The, uh... It, it's very odd... It's not great, but it's, again, not lumpy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's like, it's, it, the art is interesting. Like, it, it looks a little, it looks a little like, um, if you look up, you know what it is? Uh, Valerian Man, and Laureline is the comic that, like, inspired Star Wars, and it looks just like that, if you look that up. I do not know how to spell that. V-A-L-E-R-I-A-N. And L A U R E L I N E. L A U R. Oh, there we are. Thank God for Google Autocorrect. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I got like Mad TV vibes from it. It's um, it's not that bad. It's not. I wouldn't call it good looking for the most part. Actually, I like it psychedelic. more. That's that's very clearly what 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 they were doing was just making it look like Valerian and Laureline. Which is fair. Also, by the way, did you Valerian in a city of a thousand planets? What? Yeah, that was a movie. Oh. That uh, oh. they they tried to. It was the guy that did um, the Fifth Element. Oh. It was like a dream movie. Apparently, I mean, I've heard some people like at the time people said it was horrible, but I've also heard people be revisionist about it and be like, "Oh no, everyone was actually an idiot back then." Uh, Rihanna's in it. Yeah, that I that she's like on the first thing on the IMDb. Uh, I would weird, be willing to watch weird. it one day. Um, yeah, anyway, I have some. I have some of the comics, but they're in French. Oh, well, that, that doesn't um, help you very much, does it? Yeah. Sometimes I do that. I just buy French comics in their original language because I go. Well, my mom goes to France sometimes because she's a French teacher, and so I get like a lot of. Anyway, that's this is a tangent. Um, it's a. It, it's an interesting look. It's very seventies. And it's interrupted uh, only once to give yeah. us a shot of Lumpy close up, as always, wearing weird 70s headphones, getting yelled at oh. by the Imperial Guard. Yeah, so Lumpy makes a sad sound, right? Yeah. I like I, I, I imagine they did this just so they had like a something to be like a fake cliffhanger to cut to commercial. Yeah. So uh I guess Chewbacca's in trouble in the cartoon and then Lumpy makes a sound like he's afraid for him and then the, the the Imperial guy's like what the fuck was that and then Lumpy looks at him like he just got caught and it cuts to commercial like oh what's gonna happen to Lumpy and then it cuts back and I guess the implication is that the, the Imperial guy watched the rest of the cartoon with him no no because he switches it to a game oh okay yeah he switches it to like a little math game and then goes back to watching the cartoon mm-hmm I, I would love the idea if he sits down and he goes, wait, how does this, is this did this happen? How do they Oh know? my god, Lumpy is an iPad kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, like two of the four things this kid does involve just watching something on a screen. So yeah. Yeah, no. Lumpy was fucking watching Mr. Beast. <laughs> Dude, if they did if they did the holiday special now with the same amount of what the fuck am I looking at, they would put Mr. Beast in it. You know that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. And it would be better than whatever the fuck this was. Um We're actually cruising through this. The worst portion of the movie is coming up very soon. Okay, I don't know which one you're referring to, but what what's so if we finish the cartoon? Next up is they start they search the house, they rip the bantha's head off yeah. and stuff. Lumpy goes back up to his room and are you ready for a six minute instructional video? Oh oh oh! I dude. Okay, I'll, you clearly have you're clearly passionate here, so I'll let you I'll let you uh. So this entire scene is framed by a robot or something saying, uh, please don't judge our products for being defective for yes, some the, reason. The concept is that the, the defective product was created by a race of defective people. Yeah. Which is problematic in a whole wild yeah. set of ways. And so the guy's like, don't be upset if your computer's not working. It's built like it's like the people that made it, which is that it doesn't work sometimes. Like to the to us, that's a seal of quality. Yeah. Um, and then there's this instructional video, uh, and the bit is that the guy keeps malfunctioning. Yeah. And this goes on for six minutes. Yeah, six and minutes. It's supposed. I guess to be who plays physical. the guy? Yeah, you'll never <laughs> fucking guess. It's Art Carney. Doing yeah. a terrible job. Um, I, I don't feel so bad because, you know, it was 1978. Yeah. But um, the whole bit is that he's teaching children, I assume, how to build this communicator. But he never actually teaches anything because every time he gets to a new step, something malfunctions and he can't, like, function. Yeah. yeah. And it's the worst physical comedy I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it just looks like he's taking a line off the table, but that's a whole separate issue. And this goes on, like I said, I'm going to keep mentioning six minutes because that's six minutes of my life I'm never getting back. Yeah, I'm tired today because I had to sit through six minutes of Art Carney explaining how to build your Macintosh. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it is heavily implied that Lumpy understood everything. Yeah. Because it works. He's and incredibly he builds... patient. Yeah, because I can only imagine we're just seeing the highlights, right? Mm-hmm. Because they only build like two things. So Lumpy sat there for what I'm going to say was like three hours while this defective droid or person? I don't know. Was he a person or a robot? I think he was a person because he had skin and I don't, well, I guess, I guess they have skin. Ro... Do they have skin robots in Star Wars? That's really not clear. We don't. I don't think we. This may be the only one we've ever seen because we do see skin robot hands. Yeah, but those could just be for In like. In theory, you would just apply that to an entire body, but you don't really see that. Because he like puts a screwdriver under his mouth and screws stuff, but I don't know if that's just like the person being. You know what? The answer to this is the answer to every question you will have about this movie, which is they weren't thinking about it. Yeah. This was definitely not the portion uh, that a lot of effort went into. Mm-hmm. This feels like a bit where they were like, God, we need that extra seven minutes. What was the portion that a lot of effort went into? Weirdly, the cantina scene. Okay, are we up to that? Yeah, that's next. Well, uh, the Tatooine part you wanted to talk about is up next, where it's like, it's framed as like, a, man, your life might suck, but imagine living here. Yeah, by the way, the what Empire. the fuck kind of television is that? <laughs> Just imagine you were like sitting at home uh, on, a, on a Thursday, like middle of the day, you're not doing anything. Christmas you turn on the day. TV. Uh, Christmas day, yes. You're it's Christmas, Christmas day. day. You turn on the TV, and they're like, and now here's footage from Ethiopia. <laughs> they they don't even like pretend. They literally say it's to and make not you as feel like a better. travel channel thing. As like, uh, look how no, much it a- sucks to live in Ethiopia. <laughs> this is on NBC, Fox, CBS. This is on everything. Mm-hmm. They're just like, look how much this sucks. It's so fucked up. Wait, like everyone on Tatooine is an asshole, but yeah. you get it when like people make 
content like that about them. Yeah, right? Like, imagine. Fuck. I guess that is kind of like what Fox does with, like, uh, San Diego. Yeah. Or uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah they will be like, look at all the fucking needles and, and, and human shit on the floor. So I guess that does actually happen in real life. We are joking, but it's like... But so the thing I, is, wait, maybe, I just maybe realized. The, maybe the Bacas, I'm just going to call them Bacas, like that's their last name. Um, maybe this is Baca. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're like, as far as bookies go, ultra conservative. I could see that. They would definitely support the Empire had their son not fucked off to join the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I get, they're, they're like super conservative. They're, they're, they're like, and they buy into that kind of propaganda, like, oh, those, those, those dirty fucking people on Tatooine, you know? They watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson, like, fucking uh, Chewbacca's dad watching Tucker Carlson. That's the most believable thing that would happen yeah. in that. Um, oh, this is more B-roll from uh, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. With the stormtroopers walking through, like, the alley. Yeah. And then it switches to, and it is implied that you are watching this portion and it's unedited, right? They say, like, this is just, like, a day in the life. Oh, yeah, they do say, they literally say unedited. Yeah. And then it switches to the cantina where the bartender, who, by the way, is played by fucking B. Arthur. Okay, I thought it was, I thought it was Art Carney again. I was, but it is a, it is a guy. <laughs> no, no, it's B. Arthur. I don't know B. Arthur. From the Golden Girls. I I've never seen the Golden Girls. Well, this episode is now changing to a uh, Kevin Lambass Michael for never watching the Golden Girls. Uh, how, how have you never watched the Golden Girls? Well, were you, you never know, sick I, from school? Uh, I you when you don't have cable, like the Golden Girls were on in the seventies. Like I feel like I wasn't around be... in the seventies. Michael's an old man. No, my Dude, point was more no. that it was easily available. No, but it was it, reruns of the Golden Girls were not really like a thing on public television. The channels yeah, I got, sh- they should have been. What, where did where did you watch reruns of the Golden Girls? I had to fucking random TV channels. Yeah, I was homesick from school. I I had thirteen channels. You know, that's sad. You need to watch all of the Golden Girls. Yeah. So, um, God, what a what a throwback. The I miss I miss when like... I had honestly I miss only having thirteen channels to choose from. I I I, I miss that. Genuinely, B. Arthur's fantastic. Uh, she's like a really funny actress, and mm-hmm. um, oh, she was in Maud. Yeah, I forgot to okay. Maud. Uh, but, so uh, there's a guy in this who drinks with his head. Yes, he's. I want to know how you felt about that. Uh, he is the most aggressive simp I have ever seen. Oh, but but just about the just, oh the just, head drinking part it made yeah. me highly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, no, I did not like that. Genuinely repulsed me. Um, um, and then she just pours a clearly empty container into his head. No, at first they they show water going in. Yeah, yeah, no, the first time, yes. And then she's like, "I don't love you." Like, what are you yeah. talking about? It's a, she... it's actually it's funny, genuinely. Yeah. That bit is funny where he yeah. he's in love with her because what is it she says to him? Um, um, oh, come back soon. I'll be waiting. Yeah, come back soon. I'll be waiting. And like that is what made him sparked his love for her and the bit ends with her saying that to the guy next to him yeah because yeah, um don't hit on your waitresses or bartenders yeah that's a good moral so, there, yeah uh, accidentally so, really good moral so then the empire enacts a curfew on tatooine yeah which is not an imperial planet nope um it's a hut planet yeah it's outer rim territory. That's that don't belong to anybody. But uh, they, they they enforce a curfew, so she tries to get everyone to leave, and she does this by singing a a song. Uh, that I could only describe as as Yiddish sounding. Yeah, kind of. It's um, a very. And also, they made the the brave decision of adding lyrics to the Cantina song. Wait, when did that happen? That's the song. Oh, I didn't even. You didn't realize in the background it was going. No, I didn't. The song. I hadn't. I my brain was off at this point. I mean, we're an hour and fourteen minutes in when this starts happening, so uh, like it was leaking out of my ears. It was. 
This is the exact point in my notes where I pretty much gave up. I literally just wrote, like, Krellman drinks through his head and I hate his simp ass. Mm-hmm. We just hit the hour mark, by the way, but I want to get through this whole thing. So I'm Oh, okay yeah, yeah. We, we got, like, ten minutes more. Um, But, yeah, no, Bet, or not Bet Miller, B. Arthur uh, is in this movie. She is by far the best part, and I love her. Mm-hmm. And then, right after that, it pretty much just ends. Like, I know there's there's ten minutes of shit going on, but, like... Yeah, so... Uh, no, I don't. I don't want to gloss over the, the rest of it because um, there's some great stuff there. First of all, uh, just a highlight reel: Chewbacca's very undersized crossbow. Oh yeah, it is really <laughs> small. I thought I was crazy. Um, you'd think they just still have the prop, but I guess not. Um, Have you see Chewbacca's bow hunter in the? Uh... In, in the, I was thinking about that. Is the bowcaster in A New Hope? I don't think so. I want to say it's in the scene where they're going into the Falcon. Maybe. Because it's on the toy. They like probably the... added it because they put it on the toy. I suppose that's true, too. Um, Star Wars, man. So he has the complete, the very undersized bowcaster. Yeah. Uh, so Chewbacca and Han come home, they kill a stormtrooper, and then the traitor comes back and he's like, uh, he like makes some shit up about the stormtrooper going AWOL, and so the Empire leaves. Oh, and we then are, we're glossing over Chewbacca crazy. catching a body. Well, yeah, he kills the stormtrooper. Yeah, with well, his son's help. Oh, no, no uh, Han Solo gets his gets the body. He, he psychs him out. He yeah. crisscross applesauces him. Yeah, no, he absolutely shatters his ankles. Yeah. Um, it's like it's, it's funny. It's actually really funny. But yeah. the best. For my money, the best like li- bit of the entire holiday special is so they they, they go back to Hans uh, it's not Hans' wife Chewbacca's wife they go back to Mrs. Baca and uh, Han is like I got to go back to the Falcon before anyone like realizes it's there he's about to leave and he turns back to her and he says you're like family to me yeah and Her- the look on her fucking face. Ooh. It's, it, it's the best part. It's implied she's like tearing up, but you can't she really. Looks, like, I don't know what emotion I would ascribe to her. Anger? Lust? I genuinely, sure. that last bit where like Han just left and the family goes to hug Chewbacca, I couldn't tell if like the implication was that she was furious at him or they were about to fuck. I didn't tell, like I couldn't tell what was going through anyone's mind. Like it just yeah. they don't emote that because was you mad. can't. But like why why Wookies? Yeah. Um oh because uh Luke's family got a little bit uh, extra yeah. crispy. <laughs> so I guess this was the only option. But they could have done Hans. There was nothing to say Han didn't have a family. Well, I guess it would be weird if Han had a wife and kids. Yeah. And then was just hooking up with Leia in the yeah. last movie. They just ignore it for the rest of the movie. So, well, I mean, that's what happened here. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. We then go through, like, a weird psychedelic sequence of uh, of the Life Day tradition where seemingly the Wookiees travel to another dimension. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, yeah. they like float into space and shit. Uh, and then yeah. Carrie Fisher sings the worst fucking song. Yeah, and I feel so bad for her. Um, I don't know why she's there in this other dimension that the Wookies are going to for Life Day. Um, and then the last <laughs> thing I remember is um a highlight reel of the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, it even ends like I wanted like, to. You, they knew that they had just shown you the worst fucking thing ever, and so at yeah. the very end, just to get you like back in a good mood, they're like, "Remember Star Wars?" Yeah, how cool was that? How cool was that movie? Like, sorry about everything else we just showed you, but remember how cool Star Wars was? They gave us a lot of money to kill an hour and a half of your time, so uh, mm-hmm. here's the new hope again. And then it's just them having dinner, and I think that's the last scene. Yeah. So that was the Star Wars Christmas special mm-hmm. explained by two people who didn't want to watch it. Um, uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. So, 
the last thing that we didn't get to that I want to just bring up is that there's a, a food called Wookie Ookies. Yes, I actually uh, have a note here that said Wookie Ookie is drugs and no one can tell me otherwise. Do you, do you have any other things that we didn't cover? Let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, uh, just a... I was making jokes for myself because I wanted to die watching this, and I, one of them was just like, "This is the least dignified use of the Star Wars set, and we can only imagine how many drugs and se- and sex George Lucas had on it." Yeah, I I mean, oh, there's also just multiple points where I'm like, "There's still a half hour left." Like mm-hmm. how hatred of Ke- of Krellman, and I also called the last of uh, the um. The B. Arthur scene, the the Star Wars version of Cheers, the musical. Oh yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> um, so yeah, and the but... last thing I wrote is if this ends with a musical, I'm turning this off, and then simply the words "motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess Chewbacca just does that every year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I woke up today and I texted Michael immediately. I will never forgive you. So if we had to ascribe some sort of character development that anyone gets from the holiday special, it's that Chewbacca is a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. He's a deadbeat dad. He, he makes his dad. I think that's his dad, right? The kid's grandfather. Take care of his son. Mm-hmm. And that the Empire was actually scary at one point. Yeah. Also. Was his family slaves? No, but yes. But no, I don't believe they were. But like canonically, they had to be, right? I don't think they got all the Wookiees, just like multiple villages. Mm. It is odd. Well, I don't know. The canonicity of this film is strange. Anyway, um, if you were expecting anything better from the the it's the kid Michael Holiday special this year, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Watch uh watch the next bonus episode. To watch hear the bonus us talk episode. It's actually kind of it's actually kind of fun. Um, I guess we'll see you next year. Uh, yeah, we have some we have some fun stuff in the works. Um, thanks for if you if you're the one guy that stuck all the way to this episode. This extra long episode of us yeah, recapping the that. holiday special. You're a hero. Thank you for that. Uh, that ne- the next one's for you, buddy. Um, and guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. You can follow the show on Instagram at It's Kid Michael and on Twitter at It's Kid Michael. The theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal. This episode was edited by executive producer Kevin Anderson. Thanks, everybody.